I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take just a few moments this morning and just give me a moment. I know it's a big Sunday for us and uh, Luke chapter 1 if I let it go right now I'm not sure I can get it back so I'm scared to let it go some of y'all don't know alright I'm going to give you 30 seconds just to give God a praise Just if you want to give God any kind of praise you want just take just go ahead and give him your, give him your praise. Just, just go ahead and acknowledge his presence. All right. Let me, let me, let me, let me try again. From Luke's Gospel, from Luke's Gospel, stay with me son. From Luke's Gospel chapter 1, Luke's Gospel chapter 1. Beginning at verse 34 from the same story that you heard earlier. As we stand for the reading of the gospel. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed Elizabeth your relative is also conceived in the, a son in her old age and this is now the sixth month of her who was called barren. For with God nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Would you do me a favor and help me preach for a moment this morning? And look at the person next to you and just say, neighbor, can God stretch you? You may be seated in your... This is part two of the sermon, Can God Stretch You? I want to elevate the metaphor of a woman being impregnated in what takes place in her body and the stretching that takes place over the nine months that she goes through the period of creation in an act that's done between humanity and heaven and placed upon the earth something that which could not have ever come to pass without God's divine intervention 
the seed of life would become not only seed, but will actually become flesh and dwell among us. I want to talk about it because in that miracle, the miraculous part of that thing is the fact that not only is this person have to give up in this particular situation her, her own free will to allow this to happen because she has asked. She's told the plan of God, but yet she has the right of refusal. Before I push into my whole sermon, understand this. God knows the plans that he has for you. And some of us have rejected many of the plans of God in our lives. I want to talk to somebody who's been a child before, whose parent has given you right instruction. And you heard what they said, and you know now, in hindsight, had you listened to their direction, your life would have been different. I know the plans I have for you. But just like you can reject your parents' plans, just like you can reject the plan of your counselor and your advisor, you can reject the plan of God. And some of us are right now in a position where we can be accused of being rejectors. Because there have been many times when God has made plans for us that we dismissed the plan of God for the plan that we had for ourselves. There were things that God wanted for our lives, but we were too happy to be in love. We were too excited to go run chasing after that which wasn't chasing after us. We were too busy trying to do our own thing than to hear what God was saying to us. And there's a whole lot of folks sitting under my voice right now who God has laid his hand on, who God has tried to come upon, who God has tried to speak to. There's, there's nothing special about Mary other than the fact that she is a young woman who's never been with a man. That she doesn't, she's no one in particular. She don't have, doesn't have any high status, no loftiness. I just wanted to say that to get, get this notion out your head that you got to be somebody for God to do something in you. Because it doesn't matter where you come from, what side of the tracks you live on, what district you're at, where you're at, whatever. If God wants to use you, he'll use you right where you are. He'll pick you up right where you are and make what he wants out of you. Ah. But you got to be willing not to reject the plan of God. And, and so when I ask the question, can God stretch you? What I'm asking is, are you willing to let God be God in your life? Are you willing to say, God, have thine own way, Lord. Ah, have thine own way. Thou art the potter. I am the clay. Mold me. Ugh. And make me after thy will. While I'm waiting yielded and I, I, I'm, I'm mixing metaphors but just stay with me for a moment I just love this one because sometimes the potter has to take it and smash it and, and start working it and some of y'all you feel a rubbing right now because he's in the midst of reworking you but don't worry he's going to stretch you back out again into the shape that oh I happened to grow up uh, and, and, and as a comic fan. I love the comics. I love the comics. And recently, we just lost a comic genius, a, a genius uh, writer. Stan Lee just went home to be with God, as I would like to think. And among the things that, that Stan Lee was able to create was a comic book uh, strip that was called The Fantastic Four. 
they, they were made up of a superhero team. <laughs> I don't know if some of y'all to realize. Yeah, there they go. The Fantastic Four. They're, they're fictional, yes, but it's interesting because the team is made up of individuals who each possess a superpower. They're, they're all something else. They've got, they've got powers among them. And, and that excites me because I like this kind of stuff. I like the universe of Marvel. Uh, the team is made up of uh, uh, folk like the Fanta Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Girl, the Human Torch. Oh, y'all don't know that. that, that see, 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 the Invisible Girl, she could render herself invisible. And later on, she got so powerful, she could make a force field around her. Uh, she could not only protect herself, but if you got behind her shield, she could protect you too. Y'all ain't working with me this morning. But, but then there was the human torch. Oh, Johnny was some John. Johnny could generate flame and surround himself and even fly. You know what? Every now and then, I wish I had some folk on fire. See, I come from that old church. Y'all don't know about this. Back in the day, they used to say something like, I wish somebody would catch on fire, catch on fire, catch on fire. I wish somebody would catch on fire, fire of the Holy Ghost. Okay, that, that's old church. Y'all don't know about that. I, I know, I just went over some of your head. Come on back. Yeah. And then there was a thing. Y'all remember the thing, the thing was something else. He possessed monstrous superhuman strength and durability, and, and he, was, he looked almost like he was made of stone. And each iteration of these comics come out, he looks different every time. But, but I want to focus for the next few moments just a little bit on Mr. Fantastic. Because see, Mr. Fantastic, yeah, Reed Richards, scientific genius, leader of the group, he could stretch his body into incredible limbs and shapes. Uh, it, it's amazing what, what, this, what this stretch man could do. He, he could just stretch it. It, it, it. He Somehow, his arm would get longer. Right on cue. And you could see him with, with superhuman powers where he could take his hand, flatten it out, go underneath the door seal, up the side of the door, and take that hand and reach on the outside of the door. Go all the way up his edge and unlock the door while standing on the inside. You can't hold anybody down who has the ability to unlock their own doors. interesting because what I want to suggest if you paid attention to the video in the video just a moment ago there's a flash of light which for the comic strip symbolized the fact that they were in this electronic meteor field and something came over them which ultimately gave them their powers I want to suggest 
what is in the text in today is that when Mary asks of the Lord, how can this be? I've never known a man. I'm engaged to be married, but we ain't consummated the wedding. I'm engaged to be married, but we have not physically slept together. So how do I get from there to be in, I don't know. And the angel responded that the Holy Spirit would come upon you. Oh, let me help somebody. I see you still ain't got it yet. You see, it's not what you need to do in your flesh. It's what you need to let happen to your spirit. I need to work with you just a minute. I feel like preaching up in here because the Holy Spirit wants to come upon you. And guess what? God wants to implant your life with his power so much so that there'll be possibility, promise, and purpose. But you need to be willing to, to stretch. Let me help you again. You see, you are going to have the power of possibility, promise in your life and purpose but you need to be willing to stretch if you're not willing to stretch you're not going to get this next blessing now, now I, I need to stay with me for a moment because see I do believe this I, as I look at the text and I see Mary here Mary says Lord be it done unto me she has the reassurance of Elizabeth's situation Lord be it done unto me I, I, um, I thought about something. I thought about something, and, and this is going to be a little strange, but, but stay with me for a moment. You know, Mary getting pregnant by the Holy Spirit, God is asking for her to do something that is really short-term. It's nine-month commitment. Lifetime of taking care of, but nine months of stretching, at least on the physical level. Stay with me a moment. You know, sometimes what God wants to not long term, it's temporary. But you've got to realize that if you think of a woman becoming becoming pregnant, I I remember y'all y'all forgive me for this illustration, but I'll give it anyhow. Uh, I. You, you, never, you never ask a woman if she's pregnant. Your chances of being wrong are too great. <clears throat> so I was with this other fella and uh, he sees this lady and, and she's pregnant and he has one of those pregnant jokes and uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't fancy for them. I don't fancy for them. I don't play, don't, don't play. And she looked back at bruh, and she goes, bruh was kind of like me. He was a little on the rotund side. <laughs> she, looked at, she looked at him, she said, yeah. She said, I've gotten a little fat. I've gotten bigger. He said, but mine will be gone in a few months. What about you? things that God wants to use you to do and do through you are not meant to be permanent in your life. 
Y'all need to help me here. There's some people in your life that are not meant to be permanent. There's some things in your life that are not meant to be permanent. Some stuff is intended to be temporary. And if you're not willing to, if you're not willing to allow God to do in you what God wants you to do, you've got to realize that God wants to do it, but you've got to be willing to allow it and you've got to be willing to accept the time frame of it. If God is not willing to keep you in the position where he stretched you, then that which he has done is only temporary. Tell me again, I know I messed you up here. If God is not willing to keep you in the position where he stretched you, then that which he's done is only temporary. Y'all ain't got it right there. It's temporary. Don't get upset that it's temporary. Don't lose your mind, it's temporary. Because see, sometimes God will put you in a temporary placement as he's making the permanent thing that he's going to bless you with. Let me do it like this. Have you ever gotten a crown from a dentist? If you've ever gotten a crown from a dentist, you know that after the root canal, they go ahead and they put a temporary on top of what which they have already worked on. It's a temporary. It's not meant to be permanent. It's just temporary. It holds the place down till the permanent crown is ready. If you try to keep that which is temporary in place, it ain't gonna last. It wasn't made for that. It was meant to stay in the place temporary. Well, y'all ain't got this yet. Sometimes what I want to do is to keep where I am because I got comfortable. That's why your brook dries up. And sometimes when your brook dries up, it's not because God is through taking care of your thirst. Sometimes it dries up because God is ready for you to move from where your brook is. When your food dries up, it's not because God's not going to provide you with more food. It's because God is getting ready to move the source of your supply because some stuff is just temporary. Okay. Okay. Let me let me see I'm working. Just one more. I got I got another one. I got another one. I know. But not only is it temporary, but it's transformative. Well, Reverend, how can it be both temporary and transformative at the same time? Thank you. I'm glad you asked. When the purpose of your stretching is fulfilled, he returns you to your original state, but with a greater capacity. Temporary doesn't mean it's not transformative. Let me, let me see if I can help you right here. See, once you've ever had stretch pants, <laughs> see, uh, these young people don't know anything about the old days when women used to have those thick undergarments to put on, and they used to have to really work at things to get everything lined up. No, 
Y'all, y'all grew up in an in a era now where it's not just the, the outer garment that got some stretchy, stretchy to it. No, you got, you got all kinds of new stuff now. They got all kind of materials that, that, just, that just go all the way out. Matter of fact, you forget what size you really are. You just go pick a size you like. I just like this style. Because it's going to stretch out. It's going to stretch out. And what Spanx has done to the world is... Because everybody be looking to stretch. The problem with the stretch material is that eventually the elasticity changes. And that which you were using that kept going back and forming the figure that you wanted to stopped losing its ability to pull all the cells back together again. Okay, thank you, thank you. Just because a thing is temporary doesn't mean it's not transformative. Y'all stay with me for a moment. I'm still talking about Mary. I know y'all thought I forgot. (laughs) Mary, carry this holy child. Mary goes to see Elizabeth And when she gets to see Elizabeth, that which is in Elizabeth has to leap in her presence. Now, wait a minute. We don't even we don't even know what happened. What in the world has happened from the time the angel has spoken to the time she gets there? There's something that has changed inside of her that is irrevocable that God. I wish I could help somebody right now. Look here, the reason you can't put up with the foolishness you put up with last year is that God changed you. You handled that then, but you're changed. You can't take it like you used to take it. You don't even let the enemy get away with it you used to get away with because something changed in you. God has transformed you. By every trial you've been through, you have been transformed into a new image of what he wants from you. Okay. Uh, look at somebody and I say, neighbor, be transformed by the renewing of your mind be transformed by the renewing of your spirit be transformed by the renewing of your walk with God all right I'm, I'm done I'm done I'm done I'm done I'm done this is I'm, I'm finished I'm finished um, last point last thing I want to say Really, it is the last thing. Not only has God blessed you and that which has happened temporary and it's transformative, but I want to suggest that it's also transcendent. Transcendent. 
Reverend, what, what do you mean transcended? You know you always know how to ask the right questions. <laughs> See, the, the definition of transcendent means beyond or above the range of normal, above merely physical or human experience, surpassing the ordinary, exceptional. Okay, this is gonna bless somebody's bones. Look at somebody now, say neighbor. neighbor. My, next my next blessing is gonna come from heaven. Look out now. No, y'all, see, you didn't, you didn't get the right neighbor. Get another neighbor that might understand Jesus. Just say, neighbor, my next blessing will have angels assigned to it. Look, look at somebody else. Say, neighbor, my next blessing will come with a song and a shout. Say that, how, how's it going to be? The Holy Spirit will come upon you. God's going to do it for you. God said, I want to bless you in a way that nobody else can take credit for what has happened in you. There won't be no man, won't be no woman, no boy, no girl. Nobody will be able to take credit for what God's getting ready to do. Your next blessing is coming on assignment from the spiritual realm. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready for a miracle can God stretch you can God stretch you can God stretch you somebody give him a praise somebody give him a praise 